This is a Skeptic Frogs production. Fire. Air. Water. Earth. Eight years have passed since the Avatar's untimely end, with fear that the Avatar line may have ended, and with withering hope for the White Lotus to continue holding peace, the search for the next Avatar hastily begins. Previously on Dice Bender. I'm hoping it would just be a good party. Nothing bad's gonna happen. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to announce the White Lotus is here. Give me the strongest thing you got. Hey, um, that's the statue we're looking for. Do you mind giving a sneak peek at what the White Lotus is capable of? Ludini wants us to make a demonstration. He thinks you're a firebender. And that worked perfectly for me. Give it up for the White Lotus! That was quite a show! Can I do seismic sense? Uh, yep. And that does now cost a chi point. That's fine with me. Alright, so you now have one left. Okay. I'm not doing a river dance this time, I'm just gonna, like, walk forward <laughs> and do, like, know. a bow. I don't know if you would have the coordination to do a, a <laughs> river dance right now, anyway. <laughs> but you're trying, are you trying to, like, hide your seismic sense as you bow? Yes. Alright, go ahead and try to roll me a deception. Uh... As, you, as you cast the seismic sense. You can do uh, it, girl! No, I didn't do it! I got a nat one! <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, you do that drunk thing where you think you do a good job and do stuff at the, like, multitasking, but Kevin, you're watching her as, as you stand up, uh, no more, like, no longer in attack stance, and she just slams her foot down really hard and, like, pauses for, like, two seconds, and then finally bows. <laughs> Taro, you think you did both acts at the exact same time? <laughs> But uh, what are you looking for? I want to see if those tunnels that we felt in the, well, I guess I saw, felt, um, in the factory are underneath Ludini's house. You definitely do feel some tunnels down there. Are there people down there, like the other place? You don't feel any people. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Kevin's gonna fly, uh, is waving over a, a butler and say, Can we please get, can I get some water for my friend over here, please? What are you talking about? I'm 100% fine. 100% proof, is that what you're looking for, ma'am? <laughs> oh, you're very tempting, but I have to decline. <laughs> so he just kind of nods, um, looks back at Kevin. And says, a water I'll take for the you, water there. Yeah. Sir, and he heads off. Dini walks up to you guys as the butler walks away, and he he's still clapping. He goes, "What a fine show! What a fine, fine show! As a glorious display of might and uh, surprising water bending from you, sir." Well, my father was from the Fire Nation, and I was wearing these clothes. Um. Uh, uh, just one, to, to break him in for him, and two, uh, no, 
eh, I just want to wear these clothes. I like the color. Yes, I, I hear um, red and and pink in the south. Yes, I hear that uh, pink is a very popular color among firebenders, and I can tell that tailory from anywhere. That must be Mako's tailory, is it not? It is. I ah, see. I have an eye for these things. As he adjusts his bow tie, he goes. We are about to showcase the Traley. Uh, that was a great first act that you guys performed, and now it is time for the main course. Ooh. How about that autograph? Ah, uh, yes, yes. I will get the I will get the Traley started for you, and I will be right back. Bohito. <laughs> Just smiles and uh, walks off. Uh, the butler comes back, gives you your water, Kevin, and says, "Is there uh, anything else?" Yeah. Fill uh, this water skin up for me, please, with water. Water. Yeah, because thanks to that demonstration, my water skin's out of water. I need all my all right. senses tonight. <laughs> And he grabs the water skin and walks off. Uh, Dini talks about uh, his movie uh, and how this one was a fun uh, one to do. Uh, and then he, he... Do you guys want to listen to his monologue or no? Sure. Yeah. All right, so he walks up to the mic and he goes, eh, Pardon me, everybody. Thank you all for coming to my... Glorious mansion, I am sure you are all having a wonderful time. I am about to show you the newest mover that I have made. Uh, this is not the one that is being famously spoken of on the radios. No, no, no. That one is still in production. But this is a great triggering point for me. And this is also a historical moment. And he pauses for just a moment. And he finally goes, This Trey Lee the mover that I have made shows color, moving pictures with color. Now that is not something that is all too fancy. However, I will say this for all of you. This is the first mover completely in color. And uh, a few of the people start going, oh, oh, and they all start clapping. It's a, it's a light clap because they're interested to see what else he has to say. Uh, but you guys are hearing some people in the crowd like a mover in full color. What? That's 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 impossible, isn't it? Oh no! Leave it to Dini to find out how to do something like that. He goes now as he walks away from the mic. He says, "Enjoy the trailie." The lights dim in the room, and the trailie. Uh, you see, uh, he has he has a projector come down from his ceiling and shine on the screen that was behind the musicians. Uh, as you start seeing the moving pictures and you see it all in color and it's talking about uh, a time where Avatar Aang was alive and it's about a certain group of people trying to infiltrate the Fire Nation and all this stuff. It seems very historical. Uh, and as that's playing, Dini walks up to you, Taro, and he goes, Now, I do have a few things for you, but I thought due to the weight that you had, I wanted to get you something a little better. So would you mind coming with me to my studio room and I can get you not just one autograph, but the entire 
Dini collection of movers, all signed. Um, can I do an insight check? Yeah, but this is going to be with disadvantage. Oh, That's I know that. Check. Can I do an insight check too, since I'm probably right next to her? Oh, this was pretty good. I rolled a 17 and an 18. So, yeah, you've seen 17 you, plus 1 is 18. Are you trying to incite? Um, if he's like trying to. If he's. What am I trying to say? If, if he's trying he, to lead me wrong? Or if, if he's lying to me, basically? Uh, you. You're feeling like something's a little fishy about this. Uh, um. Hold on, I gotta think about this. Ooh. And uh, Beanie sees your pause for a moment and he goes, Now, please, please, I insist. I invited you into my home and sure you did plenty for my guests here. The least you can do is come with me and I can get you what you asked for from the beginning. I mean, uh, how can I say no? He smiles and he goes, excellent, thank you. Now come with me. I'm gonna follow them. As as he starts walking away, Taro, do you follow? Yeah. All I'm right. Like, I'm I'm looking back at Kevin, like, uh, hey, I might die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm as, going with you. As you, uh, as you start walking away with Dini, uh, he looks at Kevin. He goes, "No, no, I only need her. Go ahead and enjoy this trailie." I'm gonna make eyes at Kevin, be I'm like, "No, you should follow," and like wink at him, like, "Come on, please." Poor Dini, it would be an honor for me to go with you. Ever thought? I know you're financing a movie, and I'm hoping with my family's connection, we can make your movie everywhere across this planet. Oh, I'm not worried about that one bit. Everybody knows Ludini. I okay. talked about that. Well, I know you were building up this town. I was thinking maybe a couple of water power uh, factories here um, that could maybe help, help boost the economy of this town. Well, that sounds more like a business proposition, and business propositions are best left outside of parties. You, with such fine stature, should know such things. That's true. But I also want to pick your brain about this lovely statue, where you got it from. As Kevin uh, um, is trying to point to the big old statue that he knows is from the island. Roll me a perception check. 13. Roll 11, I got plus 2, so 13. 13, I'm probably pointing in the general area. Yeah. I'm probably pointing in the general area. Yeah. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin rolled 13. Uh-oh. Oh, And as you turn back to try to talk to Dini again, instead, in his place, you just see two guards blocking you from following them as they walk into the back. Oh, great. This is a trap. Yay! <laughs> I love a good trap! Alright, so, Taro. Kevin, uh, do you... I'm going to mute you, 
-hmm. then I will let you know when we are bringing you back, okay? Okay. All right, Tara. <laughs> Bye. What was that? I said I'm gonna die. All right, Taro, you go walking in to Dini's office. Uh, you follow him, and you're seeing a number of guards back here. This is uh, away from the party. Uh, there were guards that were blocking off this hallway in, in the, to begin with. Uh, you walk down this long hall until you reach one of the doors that's on the right side. He opens it. A few One guard comes in. Uh, he gestures for them to close the door as you, as you have walked in. You see, this office seems very spacious. You see a tiger bear pelt uh, as a rug on the floor. You see this room is large enough to have nothing sitting on top of this rug. He has a small bookshelf on the side with a chair that seems very cozy and a light. You see his desk sits symmetrical in the center of the wall to the left of the doorway from the bookshelf. On the opposite wall, there is a solid stone with nothing along it. Behind his desk sits a large, beautiful painting of the Great Divide. It looks very familiar to you. With lifelike brush strokes in which today's age you hardly ever see because of the cameras. You see there's a man standing by his desk. And the one that closes the door is standing in front of that. As he walks in, he kind of slowly gestures over, or waddles his way over to his desk. He waddles his way over to his desk, and he goes, It is quite impressive to see an earthbender as strong as you here in the White Lotus. Well, I, I wouldn't say I'm that strong. You should see my teacher. By your teacher, huh? I would be uh, interested in meeting such a teacher that can give someone as much skill as you have. I'm sure he'd be very excited to see you. Ah, and why do you say that? I mean, he's a he's a pretty big fan of uh, all of your movers. He was actually the one to ask for an autograph. He just gives you a big crooked smile and he goes, Ah, he sounds like a man I would like to have drinks with one day. He could drink you under a table, that's for sure. Can I do a perception <laughs> check? Uh, go ahead, and this is with disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. It's just nope. <laughs> but he uh, he walks behind his desk now, still standing. He's not sitting in the chair. And he goes, Now I have, uh, I believe you're a metal bender, aren't you? Uh, yeah, how did you know? Well, when you get to be my age and traveling the world as I do, you get to pick up a few things about certain people. And what have you picked up about me? Oh, there's just a lot about you that I don't know, but there's a lot about you that I now do. I know that you are an earthbender, and I can tell also from your answer that you are, a, in fact, a metalbender. I know that you are strong. I know you like to have a few drinks every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but I also know that you have a curious habit of breaking into places like where you don't belong. What are you talking about? <sighs> Something about a fence on the other side of town. There being a 
an axe after there was an disturbance. The area over there. Hmm. That's not ringing any bells. <laughs> I'm sure it isn't. I'm sure it isn't. Now, I first came to this pitiful city in search of a new idea for a mover. I was as dulled about it as any other city had me there before. Then, and at this point he kind of just looks away from you and is looking at his painting uh, behind his desk, and he continues, I stumbled across that old cabbage factory at... Uh, you have seen before, I'm sure. And I had to have a look inside. He looks back over at you. As I wandered its rooms, I had vision upon vision of a new mover idea. One that would draw... Broken? Oh, there was nothing to break into. There were no fences at the time. But you broke into the building. <laughs> that wasn't yours? Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, my dear, let me finish. Okay, okay. I had visions for a new idea, one that would trump all the others I had before. But the cost of making this movie would be far too great, and technology had not reached the point to do what I envisioned. I felt like tossing out my plan, and it wasn't until I came to discover a painting in the manager's office of a beautifully illuminated totem of a spirit. I had to have it as a collector, and a voice told me that's exactly what I needed to take my idea to the next level. Hugging around, speaking with a town folk, I read about the spirit and how to initiate them, how to control them. Once I discovered there were waterbenders here, my epiphany became a full-blown reality. I played patient. I gained the trust of these people, aid those that I needed for my vision, use those who oppose it to build my story. Yes, it all came to be, but I did a come across one glaring problem. Your group. For you see, the intrusion that you say I cause at the factory, not a hundred percent true. I have many funds, and with these funds I can buy much property. You, however. <laughs> and then he just continues. White Lotus was standing right outside my wall on one of them flying buffaloes. I was optimistic that I could keep you from snooping around without alerting you to the situation. And I overheard you and that uh, firebender man that I clearly tell is not here now. Talking to the man at the tea shop found out exactly why you are here. Still, I had hope. At least until my people told me of a group of vendors that went sneaking around my set, poking their noses in places they should not be. I then figured if I can't keep you from getting into my affairs, I could instead put you in a front row seat to the show. Not to mention your firebender friend practically dropped the best situation in my lap. And if someone were to stumble across your group after word got out of your intrusions, breaking into places you shouldn't be, murdering people, causing traffic accidents with your buffalo, then who's to say that you 
weren't stopped by a tribe nearby, burned alive and found across the riverbanks after we've had our use of all of you. <laughs> he smiles. It's a bison. Ah, uh, yes. It tastes delicious. Does it? Because I've been wondering that question for so long. Now, young earthbender, I think it is about time I finish speaking and carry on with what the next part of the plan is. And you see he kind of uh, looks over at the earthbender uh, that was at the door. He nods at him. Uh, he tries. He opens the door to walk out, and as he does that, phone rings on his desk, and he picks it up, and he goes, "Pardon me for one moment." Oh sure. And he he speaks into it. He goes, "Yes, hello." Ah, you have. Isn't that wonderful? And what about the airbender? I used no. We need them both. The only thing that we need are all of them. That should be a simple task. If I can take care of two, so can you. It's taken care of. He slams the phone down. And then he just sighs and he goes, Well, I guess it's best if we get started now. And he just kind of gestures over to the person that's been standing at the side. And suddenly, you feel your body tense up under your skin as though there's something that you can't control is inside you right now you feel yourself be pulled down to the ground in a grunt you look up and you see the person that Dini gestured to has his hands out grotesquely misshapen as he is holding you down on the ground with his bending god damn it and he goes now you do have a face for the movers, I will say that. He just looks at the waterbender and he just gestures for him to do something. You start to feel yourself lose consciousness. You start to gain tunnel vision as there's just pulsing pain in your brain as all of the blood rushes out of it. Well, eventually pass out lovely i love that <laughs> uh i am going to uh deafen you so you can't hear us and go over to kevin kevin yeah i'm here all right oh, sorry that took a sorry. while i'll get in touch on my uh cora that got the munchie <laughs> <laughs> all right kevin you just got separated from Taro with these guards that were right in front of you as she just kind of uh, walks into a hallway with Dini. What would you like? What's going on in your head? It's a trap. It's a trap. So what I'm going to do is um, find a waiter to get my water skin and try to find a way to get to my teammate. <laughs> Because okay. the guards are still blocking uh, the entrance, right? Yeah, uh, you see two guards that are blocking the way to the hallway that Dini was in. 
Okay, so I'm going to find that waiter who has my water skin. Hopefully it's filled to the brim. Then I'm going to try to go to a different hallway using the bathroom excuse. Because a place like this should have plenty of bathrooms. Unless it's like Versailles. And everybody find their own corner. Literally. Okay. Right. Uh, you... Waiter! Where's my water skin? That's Kevin walking down the hall. No, there. All of the halls have been blocked off. So you, the only place that any guests have been allowed has been this main room. Lovely. Okay. Um. Hey, guard. Um. I had a little too much to drink. Um. Is there a place I can go and relieve myself? We got an outhouse in the courtyard. Are y'all just standing there uh, blank, or can you actually hear me? Sir, good sir. There is an outhouse in the courtyard. You you want me to relieve myself in the courtyard? As I said, there is an outhouse. So this is how Ludini treats all his guests. Um, Ludini treats all his guests. It's the ones that sound deaf. Ugh. The oh. guard next to him kind of just chuckles to that. Oh, well, y'all really are the one, aren't you? How close are those guards to me? <laughs> oh, you're standing, you're talking to them, right? So you're mm-hmm. standing in front of them. Just want to know the distance. Because I have an idea. A really, a really powerful one. Just want to know the exact distance from me. Uh, I mean, you are five, I guess, with you talking to them, you're five feet in front of them. Perfect. Are you sure you want, don't want to let me through this hallway? There's no reason that you need to be down this hallway. Taking the water from my skin. Okay. I am using water pulse. I- you only, you only still have your one skin. Uh, you were looking around to try to find the other one and he never came to you. Oh, lordy. Well, do you still want to do it? Unless I can uh, use the pipes in the building. <laughs> I don't think you can. You can't see that water. And the only the only time we saw um, Katara be able to bend water that she can't see was when she had the help of Aang. Right. Yeah. There has to be a way. See, uh, as you're trying to think, you see one of the guards that came in. Uh, down the hallway with Taro and Dini are walking up uh, taps on the guy's shoulder and uh, he kind of moves out of the way for the one to walk through and he walks right up to you he goes excuse me sir are you the the White Lotus member yes I am Uh, your friend got the necessary items that she needed and she was heading back to where she said you guys are staying at Okay, why she haven't popped out? Uh, she came from her meeting. We were supposed to leave together. Uh, Mr. Dini has a back room that he was able to take her through so that the crowd would not interfere with her leaving. Why would the crowd interfere with us leaving? Because she had some things that were signed by Mr. Dini. You know how much money that stuff is. Uh, we're all wealthy in here, so... What's the point of trying to add it to our wealth when we already have it? Uh, have it. 
sir. I'm just telling you what. Uh, what I honestly want to do an inside check on him to see if he actually telling me to uh, telling me some BS. <laughs> okay. Nineteen plus two, twenty-one. Uh, you can tell that he's lying, but it sounds like it's just um like scripted almost. Okay, guess um, Kevin's talking to the guard. Let's be frank. Houdini has her, and he wants me out of the way, don't he? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Don't be asking me. I can see through your teeth. I just know that Dini had told me to come out here and tell you that your friend has gone back to where you guys are staying at. And we both know she's back in his office, and and we know this is a trap. Do you really want to make an enemy of the white locus? Uh, of the white local society in here. Uh, there are no enemies except for the ones that you decide to make. I'm just telling and you what I'm told. And kidnapping one of us does give a really bad taste to some of the most powerful vendors in the society. Sir, so, I'm just telling you what I was told. And, he and I'm telling you, I'm not leaving. He just turns around and walks away from you. I'm going through. Which one do you want to stop me? You see both of them just kind of look at each other and look at you and raise their hands. You want to do this the easy way or you want to dance? Kevin, roll me a perception check. Is it perception? Perception. 12 plus 2, 14. You happen to look around and you see like four other... Or Four guards in total are kind of watching you and raising their hands, and you see a lot of the guests are looking at you worried, like, what, what's going on? Okay. I'm going to yell to the... I'm pretty much uh, going to talk extravagantly to the guests. Apparently, this guard who came in here is telling me, Oh, Houdini gave her some wonderful items, and say you, the guest here, would steal them from him. So you can sell them on the market or something like that. They look over at the guard and the guard just says, I never said anything about you guys stealing. All I told him is that his friend has gone off to where they are staying at because they have she has items that was asked of, of Dini's. Uh-huh. And why haven't she walked out of here? You claim he has a back room back there. And she's been and gone for a very long time see some of the guards just kind of smile and they're like, oh, this sounds like classic Dini. The guard is just like, as I said before, he has a back room and your friend wanted to leave out that way. Uh-huh. Don't sound like that to me. Roll me a persuasion check. You say persuasion? It'll be a flat roll. And that would be a 16. Okay. Um, you start saying that stuff, and some of the guests start kind of whispering among each other. Uh, two of the guards walk up from behind you and say, Sir, you are causing a disturbance to this party, and we will have to ask you to leave. Really? They're asking me to leave because my friend, I can't get to her. If this is what y'all normally do to guests? You are scaring our guests. Scary? We'll I'm just telling... I'm just telling you, tell the guests what y'all told me. Roll me a strength save. 
that would be a 14 plus 1, a 15. 15 beats. As you are trying to say this, you start to feel, um, or you look over and you see one of the Earthbender guards shoot out these metal bracers towards you, and you're able to just kind of push them out of the way from you. And they say, Sir, we have to ask you to leave the premises now. And I'm telling you, I'm staying right here until my friend comes out safe and sound. As a good as a good citizen of the white as a good citizen and also as a best friend to her. I would not well, feel right leaving her here all by herself with somebody with all these guards here in in a place that she don't know with uh roll me both a persuasion check and then roll me a strength saving throw all right persuasion that is going to be a 19 and for strength 13. okay so your persuasion works and as you are saying this stuff you just feel the earth surround you and uh, clasp onto you. Uh, and now you are physically encased inside of stone. Uh, and now you you can hear while you're inside the stone, fully encased, you start to hear some of the guards say, well, what's going on? What's going on? Why is he acting like this? And a lot of them start to be pulling towards uh, what you're talking about. You. Mm -hmm. Everything sounds muffled in here, but you feel yourself be lifted in the air within this earth, and you feel yourself moving. As you're hearing some of the guards say, Mr. Dini is only in the back. He was speaking with her, with one of our guests. The guests wanted to take the stuff back to where they were staying. There is nothing more to it. Uh, as that is fading, um, uh, and you are being carried out within this case of earth. Um... Go ahead and try to roll me. Well, no, I don't. Uh, you won't have to. Um, you stay inside this case for a ways, and finally, you uh, it opens up at your face, and uh, you look over and you see you guys are outside now. The moon is floating high above, and you see three guards are surrounding you. Uh, two of them look like they're earthbenders. They're both holding this coffin that you are sitting in, and the other one, you can't tell what it is. But they all just stand there looking at you, and the one that's not doing anything right now is just like, you were such a disturbance to the party. Yeah, you took my friend to the back, and she's been, having, and she's been in the back for a really long time. Whatever Ludini does is never really in any of our business as long as we get our checks. And he just looks over at one of the earthbenders. The earthbender grabs a rock uh, and is about to hit it over your head. Do I need to do a deck save? You're encased in earth. There's nothing you can do. If you want to try to break out with strength, you are able to try to make another strength save. Okay. Dirty 20. All right, you feel you are able to slip enough water out from your other water skin to seep through, smack 
uh, other bender that's holding you in this coffin. Uh, he loses his concentration, you fall, and the rock breaks, and now you are free. Alright. Besides my water skin, there any other water near me? Uh, roll me a quick perception check. Yay! Natural 20! You don't see any water. Gosh darn it. <laughs> doesn't matter if you get a 20 or not, that doesn't magically make water appear. Oh, I know. Oh, I know that. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I finally got some good luck with a, with a natural 20. Oh, that's not the Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> I know it's going to be a rough fight. <laughs> How close are these water benders to me? I mean, these benders to me? Uh, they're all about like 10, 10 feet apart from you. Well, considering what I'm about to do, it will give me a running start. Okay, what do you want to do? I'm going to use the last of my water and cast Water Pulse. Oh. So all of them need to do the fact they're all in a 15-foot cube of me. They need to make a strength saving throw. If they fail, they take 2d8 bludgeoning damage and it'd be knocked prone. If they succeed, they take half damage and not be prone. All right. Okay, four on the die. One got a 16 on the die. The other got an 18 on the die. So the... Water bend, or the one that was in front of you that wasn't doing anything, um, fails, mm-hmm. and the other two succeed. Okay. One takes four damage, uh, four bludgeoning. Um, the one that succeeds, they take four da- uh, bludgeoning damage. The ones that fail take eight. All right, and that one that wasn't doing anything falls on the ground, uh, being knocked prone, and the other two are like. Oh, hey! And they raise their hands ready to try to fight you. And from where exactly am I? Uh, you aren't 100% sure. You just know that you're outside away from the, the mansion. So, I have no idea where I'm at. Because <laughs> looking around, I know there's no water. So, I'm up, up, upstairs, downstairs, or in the city? Uh, you, was like... You're more on the outskirts than anything. So a specific place you can't really tell, um, and you've got enough a good enough passive intelligence. You're probably on the eastern outskirts of town. They wouldn't have been able to uh, carry you too far. Oh wow! So they really threw me out <laughs> far Literally. away. Yep. I'm gonna take out my spear and begin and be ready to fight. <laughs> All right, roll me initiative. 11 plus 2, 13. Alright, you're not going to be happy with that. Let me guess. They got higher than me. Oh yeah, both of the earthbenders. Alright, one earthbender tries to do another... He's just going to straight up do a rock form on you. And that requires no saves or anything. That's just a raw 3D6. So you take 10 damage of earth as he lifts it from the ground and just slams it down on you, big enough to where you wouldn't be able to dodge it. 10 damage with that. Mm-hmm. One, one of the earthbenders casts... Oh, no, he's just going to pull out a hammer and try to swing it over at you. Uh, he rolled a 9, so he misses. It is your turn, Kevin. Okay, uh, 
I pretty much have no water left, right? Right. Okay. I'm going to take my spear and holding it with, on, with two hands. And I'm going to go for uh, the one right who just hit me with the hammer. Okay. Does a 17 hit? 17 might hit, but he's going to spend one chi and activate his earth armor ability, emergency armor. And he gets to increase his AC by the amount of die rolled. He got a three. All right. So how much did you say? 17. 17. He has enough AC to block that. He's got an 18 now. Okay. And I'm going to uh, use my movement to get back. All right. Uh, I believe that should provoke attack of opportunity unless you're not running away. You're just kind of... How, where are you going? Um, that's right. To disengage, that would be an action by itself. Uh, so pretty much I can, and I don't know where I'm going anyway, because I'm in the middle of freaking nowhere. Um, so I can't do no bonus action, because... So I'm pretty much going to stay still there, because if I move, it will get an opportunity attack from him, right? Okay. So you're just staying put? Yeah. And what happened to the one on, on the ground? It's their turn now. Okay. They're gonna stand up, and Kevin, mm -hmm. I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw with advantage. Okay. The first one was a nine. Uh, well, nine plus five. Oh, and this one is an 18 plus five. Okay. You feel a tenseness in your skin, under your skin, through the veins in your body. You feel this controlling energy with inside you. It's scary for a moment. You look up at the moon and are able to mentally break yourself free. And as you look, you see the one that you knocked down has stood up and was attempting to bloodbend you. You know bloodbending is against the law, right? And it just smiles and he says, hey, orders are orders. Yeah, orders are orders. And that would be that one's turn. The two Earthbenders are ready to fight you again. One of them will cast... This one is going to do Magic Stone. So what this is, is he's going to slam his foot, his, one of his feet on the ground, and three stones uh, fly up uh, and just kind of float there, and he's going to punch one over in your direction. And he got a... 15, does that hit you? A 15? 15, yeah. On a normal circumstance, since I would use a, a reaction like water shield, but I have no water no more. So 15 does hit. 15? Mm hmm. Alright, he is going to hit you for 1d6. 2 plus the bending mod. So you he, get, he hits you for 5 damage. Okay. The next Earthbender 
is going to try to hit you with this hammer again. Does an 18 hit you? Yep. Alright, so you are dealt 7 damage. Ooh, looking real rough. How are you looking? Yeah, well it is your turn, Kevin. What do you want to do? Alright, I'm going to use my action to disengage with him. And I am going to... That will provoke an opportunity to attack because he is 5 feet in front of you. Even with a disengage? Um, disengage, I guess, does get rid of it. Yep, you're right. That's why I say I want to disengage with him. Okay. Uh, I can't, and uh, with that 20 perspective I was looking with, what is around me? Uh, you can see some lights in the distance uh, if you are looking at a geographical compass. Uh, the lights are on your west. You see forests more on your east. And uh, beyond that, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, I'll give this to you. You you just get the sense that you are on the eastern side of town, and if you try to uh, run west, you'll eventually make it into the city. I'm going to run west toward the city. Okay. And... That will take all my movement. The waterbender is going to try to attempt one more thing on you. It's going to try to hit you with a water bolt as you're running. 13, does that hit your AC? No. Amen. All right, so as it shoots out, as it shoots this water bolt at you, it just goes wide right as you're able to run, uh, run away from these I guys. Snatch, I wish I could snatch that water bolt and just put it in my in my water skin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's so you ran off. You ran off. The three are trying, are going to start following you, and you hear one of them say, uh, "You hear one of them stop them both, and they say." Uh, as you're running away, you can barely hear it at this point. But he says, "No, nah, we'll we'll get him. We'll get him later." And they just let you run. Uh, and you, but you don't stop. You just keep on going. You finally, eventually, make your way into the city proper. You see the the street lights, the gas-powered street lights. There aren't too many cars out here. There's very few amount of people that are walking around. Uh, but you finally do stop. You turn back and you don't see anybody behind you and this is why i don't go to party and that's where we'll end the session okay tara you can come back now Sorry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what happened to you i just i got to know thank you everyone for listening to book one search episode 14 kevin and tara part two one of those days be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter under the name Dicebenders D&D, all one word, and join us in our Discord. Links are in the description. This is a homebrewed D&D 5e live-action playcast using class models partially based on dndwiki.com. This game is set in the world of Avatar, created by Brike, published by Nickelodeon. All credits for music and sounds will be found in the show notes. The new Bender classes are ready for playtesting. Drop by our Discord and tell us what element you'd like to bend to get a chance to use them, and leave us comments or concerns. Also, we're hosting a Hollow Stream special October 24th at 5 p.m. Central, where we're doing a Q&A at the end of a horror theme episode. So leave us a question wherever you find us, and we'll answer it there live on YouTube. And as always, subscribe for more shenanigans.